It's the most wonderful time of the year. When the duck calls are blowing and gun smoke is flowing and ducks fill the air. What the hell's going on, folks? How y'all doing? And uh, welcome back to episode 9 of the Bustin' Bubbles Outdoors podcast. <clears throat> uh, you know, we've been getting in back in the swing of things here with early teal season kicking off and uh, pretty much hitting it pretty hard every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, the last, I guess, two weeks or so. Um, got the last weekend coming up. Hopefully we can get out and burn them down this weekend. Uh, just going to talk about, you know, the first two weekends and how it went, you know, what we did, stuff like that. Um, you know, I told y'all on the last episode that me and old Matt was going to go out and shoot old, uh, our granddad's guns that opening weekend. And, uh, sure shit, that's what we did, uh, opening day. It was me and Matt and another buddy of ours, Will. Uh, we went out and set decoys. I went out and scouted this hole, I guess, the weekend before and uh, found a few birds, found some water. I said, hey, well, yeah, you know, we're going to have us a good time here. And sure enough, we got out there. Oh, hell, I don't know. I, I was out there probably 4 o'clock that morning. Um, oh, hell, no, I wasn't out there 4 o'clock that morning either. Me and Will went and stayed in the parking lot all night i got in the parking lot about 11 30 because i kind of just assumed that uh it was going to be a bunch of folks out there you know um, i was thinking about opening day of big duck last year and then thinking more folks would be getting pumped up about early till season this year than they was last where there was two other groups out there last year opening day it seemed to be about the same uh they wasn't out there until five o'clock in the morning well me and will walked to the hole at three, threw out decoys, built a blind, got hit, everything, and uh, got ready to start the hunt, you know. Matt got there with breakfast uh, a little before shooting light, and uh, we just tucked in, hung out, got ready, you know. I think we threw out two and a half dozen teal decoys. I had three mojos out that first day. And uh, we had probably seven ducks in the decoys at shooting light. And uh, we started burning them down with the old school shotguns. <laughs> um, me and Matt knocked a few down out of that first volley. I don't I don't believe we'll hit any out of that group. I could be wrong. Um, anyways, it got to where the first shell... And that old huntback shotgun of my granddad's. Uh, the first shell wouldn't cycle right. So I think I shot it at two groups. And uh, I said, yeah, I'm going to go back to Old Faithful Mossberg. And so I did. And uh, we had, I had one. They walked off because there was birds landing over behind us in this little bitty water hole. So they walk over there and... Uh, I stayed at the blind, you know, doing my thing, and hell, I heard them hollering all of a sudden, and I'm thinking, what the fuck are they hollering for? About that time, I seen the shadows go by, and there was a group of, I think, four or five teal flew by, and the time I seen them, those long gone, you know, well, 
right about that time i look out in front of me and there's two more come in landing in the decoys uh one of them sat down my first shell didn't fire second shell i knocked the first bird down with the third shell i missed the second bird with so i had enough time to throw two more shells in the gun and that second bird was probably 40 yards out and i dropped his ass <laughs> and uh that was that was that was pretty awesome you know uh ended up the first day with hell i think me and matt both ended that first day with three ducks uh will had one i believe and uh no no that's that's i'm wrong i'm wrong will didn't have none me and matt ended with three will didn't have none the first day um the second day me and matt ended up with uh two teal and then it was pretty much the same thing except the second day we moved the blind across the marsh um i don't know 50 yards north that way the sun would kind of be working to our advantage uh coming up behind us not straighten our eyes and uh that would help us out where if we weren't hid good enough in the blind when the birds were flying by they wouldn't be they would have more trouble seeing us theoretically if we weren't hid good but we were we were hid gooder and shit in that uh blind i'm telling you because when we set it up that second morning i turned the light on walking around and we were hid i mean you wasn't seeing us um it just seemed like that first weekend we didn't have a whole hell of a lot of numbers of birds around you know we there was a few and we killed a few i think me and matt both ended the weekend with uh five birds um you know i feel kind of bad for old will bought this new shotgun and uh <laughs> he shot one bird that whole opening weekend um then i went back out this last weekend on saturday uh, me and Matt had kind of talked about it and we knew that we were going to get a push of birds down because we've been seeing in groups on Facebook and stuff that uh they were holding a good number of birds in Nebraska it seemed like well I'd been watching that weather in Nebraska all week watching it hard you know uh, waiting for a change waiting for a change and I guess it was Wednesday night in Nebraska the low was 49 degrees or something like that I said that's going to push some birds out and uh saturday morning i went out by myself and i limited out in 20 minutes i shot five blue wings and a green wing and i mean 20 minutes um it was the wildest thing i never experienced that before there were so many birds out there that at one point in time after i shot my limit i couldn't get out and pick shit up to leave because there was 100 150 ducks sitting in the decoys I mean, I, I couldn't do nothing with it, you know. It's either I'm going to get out and I'm going to educate these birds or I'm going to sit here and just be as quiet as I can to not scare these birds. So that's what I did. Um, which, like I said, you know, I knew with the weather changing up north we were going to get a push of birds down, and sure as shit, that's what happened. Um, got out there, and I, I, didn't, I didn't go and get stuff from my thermosail friday night like i should have and uh i thought oh hell it'll be fine you know i stopped and got a bag of ice that morning 
And I said, I need to go in here and see if I got bugs, probably while I'm getting ice. And I kind of just said, fuck it, forgot all about it. And uh, didn't get bug spray. And we, uh, so I'm out there. Fuck, I got out there probably 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Because I woke up like that morning, which it wasn't no big deal because I was still the first person in the freaking marsh. Um, and I'm standing there at one point, close to shooting light. Some ducks came in and landed probably 40 yards off my decoys, kind of to the west of me, or to the left of me, sorry. And uh, it was before shooting light. I couldn't do with them, nothing with them, no way, so it wasn't that big of a deal. They picked up and flew off. Well, right about shooting light, I'm standing in the blind, pulling my jerk rig, I done rubbed mud all over my face, my neck, my hands, my arms, everything else, trying to keep the freaking mosquitoes off of me. Because they was eating my ass up, son, I'm telling you. Um, and it got to the point where I'm standing there, pulling my jerk rig. I got mud all over me except for my back, where I couldn't reach my back. And I got my hat in my right hand, beating the hell out of my back, trying to keep these mosquitoes off my back and whatnot. And <laughs> some uh, ducks came in and landed in the decoys, and it's right at shooting light, so it's still dark as shit, you know. When all the commotion are trying to beat the fuck out of my back with the hat and uh, pull the jerk rig. I'm trying to look at my decoys and figure out, okay, where's the teal? <laughs> where's the decoys? And um, anyways, them birds got up and flew off and I was kind of kicking myself as I said, fuck, you know, that, that could have been the only shot that I get at birds today and I could have just screwed myself, which I'm really not trying to make a bunch of mistakes or a bunch of dumb mistakes like I did last year, you know. And, uh, well, it ended up being the opposite of that, because um, five minutes later, it got a little bit brighter, and here come a group of probably 30, 40 birds landing in the decoys. Uh, they flew by once. There were some other guys probably 150 yards to my west in a cut, um, a little bit of water in the cut, not very much, cut's not very wide. They were sitting out in the open. They had a mojo in the water, sitting out in the open, no blind, no hide, no other decoys, no nothing. Just one single mojo. And well, then birds fly by me, and I hit that whistle a couple of times, and they turn and come back, and they're in the decoys. I'm like, fuck yeah, you know. Um, I dropped two, and on my third shot, one got up and kind of flew I fuck, I don't know, 40 yards. He, he sat back down. I put three more shells in his ass, and he picked up and flew. And I thought he might have went and landed in the tall grass over there. But something else had caught my attention when he picked up and started flying. And uh, I go and pick my other two birds up. And I'm over there walking along the edge of the grass. I'm probably 40 yards off my decoys at this point. And uh, another big group of birds start working over. So I get down, squat down in the water. I'm about trying to make myself as little as possible, you know. And uh, I'm thinking, these birds ain't going to do it. They, they ain't no way they're going to do it with me standing out here. Sure as shit, dude. All 40 of them landed in the fucking decoys. And uh, so, obviously, there wasn't nobody else with me that day. It was just me. So I turned back towards the blind and shot once. I hit two more out of that group, and uh, 
I guess I think it was two more. No, no, I just shot a single out of that group, I think. And uh, I continued looking for that other bird in the grass. I didn't find it, so I think he just flew off. Walk back over there, pick that duck up, get back in the blind. Unbeknownst to me, I ended up shooting two out of that group. And the second one was just crippled. He swam into the blind and was like up against my sled. So I picked him up and wrung his neck, you know. So that's four ducks. And then the last group would come through, uh, last volley, I picked two out of it and I busted their ass. But that's my limit. And uh, I'm, I'm just sitting there, you know, uh, getting my birds ready to go, uh, getting ready to start picking up decoys and stuff. And there's just birds flying over, working over, uh, landing in the decoys. So I know I need to just sit here. I'm not going to, I'm not trying to stand up and go out there and educate these birds. Um, nothing like that. I just want to sit here. These birds will pick up, they'll fly off. I'll be able to go get my shit and get out of here as quick as possible. I, well, I probably sat there for 30, 40 minutes uh, before somebody else, one of the other groups, I guess the guys in the cut shot. And uh, them birds picked up and flew off. And uh, I got up and started picking my shit up. And I'm getting ready to leave. Well... Them other guys that were sitting over there in the cut, when I left, they went and got in my blind. Well, um, that's, that's kind of fucking greasy, I'm going to be honest with you. That's greasy as fuck, but, you know, whatever. Uh, just, you watch me limit, and you're going to go, basically shot chase me out of the hole. Like, when I leave the hole, you're going to go get in the hole and shot chase, whatever. Well... I'm on my way back out, and there was a guy, an old guy, that pulled up at the next boat ramp, and uh, I got stopped and was talking to him, you know, and uh, he was saying he lost his hearing aid, so I helped him look for his hearing aid for probably 40 minutes to an hour, and then stood around and talked to him for another hour after we found his hearing aid. It ended up being his waiters. Um, them old boys that went and got in that hole after I got out of the hole, they shot one time, and the next two hours that I was there. <laughs> so, um, you know, oh well, whatever. Sorry about your luck, bud. Um, and I knew, you know, that was, that was fucking awesome. I ain't, ain't never seen so many birds work into my hole at one time and just keep coming. You know, uh, when I was picking up decoys, a group of five birds come in and landed probably 20 yards from me. So that was, that was pretty fucking sick. Uh, the blue wings was here thick. They had some green wings mixed in, which I never seen green wings in the early season until this season, um, and that that's pretty fucking cool. You know, uh, I just shot my first green wings last year, and like I say, I just never seen them in the early season uh, until this year. Um, but I knew, you know, going into Sunday, I called Matt and I called Will, and I said, look, you know, Matt had family in town. Uh, Will had his daughter. I said, look, y'all, uh, I, I know y'all got stuff going on this night, but y'all need to get here tomorrow because we're covered up with birds. Um, you know, I just shot a limit in 20 minutes. You know, do what you can. We Y'all got to get here in the morning. We'll, uh, they, they ended up both coming out Sunday morning, and uh, we shot enough for a two-man limit plus one bird. So that was that was a damn good time. Um, they weren't, 
the birds weren't working as heavy as they were Saturday. And I think a lot to do with that was the fog. It was real foggy uh, Sunday morning. Uh, the fog was really thick until probably 7, 7.30, I'd say. And you could see birds, you know, up top, but um, they just wasn't working. I don't know if they couldn't see the decoys because of the fog or if they got really pressured that Saturday. Um, <clears throat> but they just they didn't want to work that good early on Sunday. Uh, we, we shot a few right at right at first light and then uh in the next hour but we didn't really start getting much action until the fog burned off so i really think it had something to do with uh these birds not being able to see the decoys and uh you know the fog and stuff so like i say we 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 did good sunday um i ended up with five matt limited and will shot two um, there was a couple of times that, you know, we're sitting there. The first time Will said, I gotta go take a leak. I said, okay, you know, cause the last weekend, anytime he got up and got out of the blind, birds came in and landed in the freaking decoys. I'm like, yeah, go ahead, you know, get up, go take a leak, whatever. Um, as soon as he gets up and steps out of the blind, he's probably 10 feet off the back of the blind walking. And uh, some birds came and landed in the decoys. Well, me and Matt shot them up. Uh, Will turned around and sent his dog out. Well, then at another point, he started uh, he started messing with the thermocells. And as he's messing with the thermocells, three blue wings come in and land. So Will's got his back turned to the hole. Uh, me and Matt are sitting there. And... These three birds just come and do it just right, and uh, we cut their ass. Uh, I shot the furthest one on the left. Matt shot at the middle bird, missed. Well, he picks up, and he's flying straight at us. He's probably, fuck, I don't know, eight yards off the blind, and I busted his ass. And uh, then Matt shot the one on the right. Um, well, the dog brought the birds back, and... Uh, I'm holding that bird, you know, man, this bird feels kind of funny. Well, unbeknownst to me, I got home and started cleaning that bird, and both his breasts were, like, shot clean in half. Um, anyways, like I say, we shot enough for a two-man plus one that day. Um, it wasn't no 20-minute limit or nothing. We was out there till. 11 o'clock 11 30 something like that and we kind of called it because they quit flying you know um that was it was a pretty fucking good weekend i ain't gonna lie you know that 20 minute limit that was fucking awesome um you know we've been seeing a lot of big ducks this early season uh seemed like last year there weren't there weren't that many big ducks around this time of year I think I saw two mallards uh, early season last year. Uh, this year we've seen pintails, widgeons, and uh, wood ducks. A lot of a lot of wood ducks. Uh, excuse me. I saw two two mallards and I guess two wood ducks last year, early season. Uh, we've probably seen eight wood ducks this far, 
two widgeon and I'm gonna say ten pintails, which just I thought that was kind of strange, but you know it ain't no big deal. That opening weekend on the second day, uh, so Sunday, uh, we're sitting in the blind, hiding, you know, bullshitting, and a bird flew over. Huh? That's a big duck. Matt said, I think that's a pintail. You know, I think that is a pintail. Well, I got on my little whistle, started whistling at it, calling at it, trying to trying to see exactly what it was, you know, see if we can't get it down just for the fuck of it. Um, and I just kept whistling at this bird, and it circled, and it circled, and it circled. I had three mojos out again that day. Circled and circled and circled. And it come in on my spoonzilla, cupped up, back flapping. Well, it picked up. And it just kept circling, you know, and I just kept whistling at it the whole time it was circling. And uh, finally it landed, ended up being a hen pintail. And uh, that was that was fucking awesome. I ain't never worked a pintail down in the decoys. Uh, I've only seen a handful up until um, that opening weekend, which last year I saw a group <clears throat> of a couple of hundred and I whistled at it, and as I whistled at the group, I watched them turn, like they started banking, and somebody else across the marsh uh, started hell calling, and they flew back towards the refuge. Um, that was pretty goddamn cool. Matt said he ain't never seen nobody work a pintail down in the decoys like that that wasn't a guide, and uh, personally, I'd never worked a pintail down in the decoys like that. Um, matter of fact, this past Sunday, uh, we had two ducks coming in hot on a string, cupped up. Um, they wanted it bad. Well, we just let them come in, land, didn't call at them, didn't nothing, and uh, ended up being two spoonies. And I've never had spoonies in the decoys, and that's uh, that's probably my number one bird on my hit list this year is a spoonie. So, anyways, like I say, the. First, the opening weekend and the second weekend of till season was damn good. Um, of course, we didn't go out and burn them down that opening weekend, but that ain't no big deal because we still had a good time. It was it was really great to get back out there in the marsh, uh, shoot my granddad's old humpback shotgun, and uh, shoot some ducks with it. And then, obviously, this past weekend, you know, the 20-minute limit and... Uh, and the two man on Sunday, it was just fucking, it was great. So, you know, it was a really good time. I've really been missing being in the duck woods, and so to finally be back, it really, it really does something for me, you know. You know, uh, I talked about, you know, the hunting and stuff out there these last two weekends, and I talked about uh, the big ducks that we've seen. Uh, which, like I said, again, I'm surprised to see so many big ducks this early in the season where last year I didn't see near as many big ducks. Um, but, you know, something that I seen this last weekend that kind of pissed me off is uh, there's a lot of old boys out there shot chasing this year. Um, and what I mean by that is there was, I know, two groups that saw me limit out in that hole. Um, and there were some other old boys that went out there scouting that, you know, obviously, I'm gonna, when, I, when I shoot a limit like that, I'm going to walk out the hole 
all the way back to the truck with my six ducks around my neck. Because, you know, uh, I went out there and I did my job. You know, if you didn't, then that's on you. Um, anyway, so there's some old boys out there scouting and stuff. There ain't a whole lot of water out there on this uh, little wildlife area uh, this time of year, it seems like. So with that being said, I'm sure, you know, the folks find the water, they're going to they gonna narrow it down to there's a few places where these birds was killed and it's either this little bit of water here, this little bit of water here, this bigger body of water here. And uh, Anyways, I knew going into Sunday morning this past weekend after these folks uh, saw me limit that there was going to be some folks trying to get that whole Sunday. I just knew it. Um and sure enough, I left Sunday morning at, uh, fuck, I don't know, uh, I got out to the hole at 3 o'clock, if that tells you anything, 3.30, something like that. Um, at 5, probably right about 5 o'clock, I seen some headlights come in from the north side of the wildlife area, or the northwest side, excuse me, and, uh, I said, huh, that's strange. Well, about that time, or a couple minutes later, Matt called me. Hey, uh, me and Will are at the parking lot. We're about to start walking out to you. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I got the hole, got the blind. Everything's ready. Decoys are set. Y'all just get out here. Um, well, when they got out there, they said there were some other old boys pulling up in the parking lot. They were at uh, when they were walking to the blind well as he said that i saw some more headlights come in from that northwest side to that other parking lot and uh 30 minutes later or so there's a group walking out it looked like they was trying to walk through that cut and get to that hole that we were sitting in they walked to the edge of the cut and uh, we flashed them with flashlights and stuff and uh they stopped and then that group that come into the parking lot that we were in, Matt and Will was walking from, they came in and tried to set up about 50 yards to the left. And like, we ain't, we ain't having that, you know. You can set up further away from me, but you ain't setting up 50 yards from me. Anyways, uh, we had, we was talking and, uh, they left. You know, I don't know if they went to somewhere else. Or whatever, but they left uh, that spot, and uh, them other old boys, I guess, over to our west, they set up, I guess, in the cut over there, about 150 yards away. They didn't shoot one shot all morning. I think they left probably about eight, eight thirty, and you know that, that kind of told us that they probably wanted that hole that we were in. And uh, let me tell you something from me to y'all, everybody out there listening, motherfucker. If you're going to try to beat me to a hole, you're going to have to be a hell of a lot quicker than an hour before shooting light. Because it ain't happening. I'll get out there and I will sleep my ass in that hole. You think I won't lay down in the mud and go to sleep? I fucking will. You ain't beating me to a hole. I mean, if it's one of them things where we get there at the same time and we talk. Hey, you know, we were thinking about hunting this hole today. Well, we're thinking about hunting this hole today. You want to draw straws for it or something? Okay. You want to race to the hole? Okay, whatever. I don't care. 
you know, we can we can decide who's gonna get this hole, but like that's on the off chance we get there at the same time and we say, hey, we want this hole or whatever. Um, which I usually don't run into that because usually I'm leaving early enough to where there ain't gonna be very many people out there when I get there. You know, a lot of the times last year, I think the only time that I got there and there was already people there. Uh, wherever I was hunting was if I went later in the day like mid-morning um, or on opening day and it seemed like opening day fuck even I got there at like four o'clock opening day last year and there were fucking lights all around the marshes as far as you could see so I think it's got to do I don't know what I was fixing to say. <clears throat> I think, uh, you know, you ain't going to beat me to a hole. Like I say, I usually leave the house 1 o'clock, you know, maybe 3 o'clock. And that puts me getting there about 4 to this main place that I hunt. Um, or at least being able to get in the hole by 4 you gonna you gonna have to leave, or you gonna have to get there a lot earlier than five o'clock, five thirty. If you are gonna beat me in a hole, that just and then then the way it kind of pissed me off that you know I know these folks see me limiting this hole and they seen all the birds coming into this hole all morning, and then uh, they gonna try and get in that hole, you know, an hour before shooting like the next day. Like, brother, what the fuck you think? You think that I'm going to go and limit out in this hole and I ain't going to be back in that hole the next day? You out of your damn mind. Anyways, I'm rambling. Um, want to say, y'all check out combatwaterfowl.com. Uh, all the sweet-ass hats and shirts and stickers you could ever dream of are on combatwaterfowl.com. Uh, y'all go, go on there, order you some stuff. Use code JSnyder at checkout. Get you a discount. Take you some money off. Everybody likes saving money. I name everything's high as giraffe pussy right now. It seems like gas is going up. Food's going up. Everything else is getting high. Y'all save you some money with that code JSnyder. I, uh, I hope y'all enjoy listening to this as much as I enjoy going out and hunting and enjoy making these things for y'all to listen to. Um... If you do enjoy this, leave me some feedback on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to your podcast at. Um, you know, leave me some stars. I guess that's what that's called. Uh, leaving a review, uh, rating the podcast, and share this with all you folks. You know, share it with your mamas, your daddies, your uncles, cousins, third wife, whatever. Share it with everybody you know. We're trying to get this son bitch climbing up the charts. You heard me? All right, well, until next time, y'all come on back now. You hear?